Welcome to Not Your Cup of Tea. I'm your host, Kelsey West. Welcome to Not Your Cup of Tea. I'm your host, Kelsey West, and Happy New Year! It is officially 2024. Can you believe that? That's crazy to me that it's 2024. I feel like, for the most part, 2023 flew by. Like, there's a couple couple moments, like, around March or April. April? Why did I say it like that? Around March or April, and then uh, somewhere around, like, um, July and August, maybe? Maybe August or September. It, it felt like things slowed down. But other than that, I feel like everything went by pretty quickly. And uh, it was a pretty good year for me, to be honest. Kind of, it, hmm. I, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I feel kind of guilty to say that, um, that I had a good year because I know there's a lot of people out there who, who haven't had a good year, who have had a really hard year for any number of reasons. Maybe it's health reasons, maybe it's financial reasons, maybe it's struggles with family, um, could be anything. But, um, this, I feel, I feel, um, maybe a little less guilty saying that I had a good year just because I, I feel like I haven't been able to say that I've had a good year in a long time. Like, there have been moments in the last few years where I'm like, oh, that was a good time during the year, but very rarely has there been a time overall throughout the entire year where I'm, where I look back and I'm like, the good is outweighing the bad. I might have said this on last week's episode, but I can't remember. So yeah, so I just, I'm, I'm feeling a lot of gratitude and a lot of joy walking away from 2023, just feeling like it was overall a really good year, a year full of learning and looking forward to what 2024 has to bring. So jumping into today's episode, going off of that, I told you guys last week that this episode is going to be about New Year's resolutions and I kind of lied. <laughs> Not really. I didn't lie. But when I said it was going to be about New Year's resolutions, I didn't mean it in the traditional sense. So typically when people say, oh, did you set a resolution? It means like some sort of goal, something that you want to change over the year or improve on. And don't get me wrong. I think having goals and aspirations is really good and really important. Um, But I think oftentimes people get really wrapped up in this idea of like, it's a new year, new me kind of mindset where they just assume that because the digits of the year changed, like their circumstances are going to change or their luck is going to change whatever you, you know, want to consider it, consider that. But I don't, I don't really believe in that. (laughs) I believe in goals and having aspirations, like I said, but I don't believe in like some overnight change that's gonna happen all of a sudden. But I do think that New Year's is a really good time to kind of evaluate where you are and where you would maybe like to be in the next year. Birthdays are another like occasion or celebration where I do this, do this, where I sit down and I kind of reflect 
you know, it's another kind of year marker. Okay, I was 23 last year, I'm 24 this year, or I'm going to be 24. What does that mean? Where was I last year celebrating my birthday compared to now kind of a thing? So I, I like New Year's for that reason. It just gives you um, maybe a little more of an emphasis to stop and reflect. But I don't really believe in setting resolutions. I believe in, this is probably going to sound a little silly. So I, I like to call it kind of like my wish list. <laughs> So, kind of like if makes me think of that that Christmas song, my grown up Christmas list. But um, it it I kind of consider consider it almost like a like a you know when you'd write Santa a letter when you were little and you'd put like I don't know two to ten things on in your letter of like what you wanted or hoped Santa would bring you. It was exactly that. It was like a hope. <laughs> right? It was a hope that Santa would choose to give you something off of the list you're providing him. Uh, if you were really fortunate, maybe you got everything on the list, or if, you know, you, uh, your family had the means, then maybe you got a couple things on the list, you know, like, it was, it was exactly that. It was like a hope, it was a wish that you were going to get one of those things on the list that you provided, but it wasn't a guarantee. It wasn't a guarantee that Santa was going to say, okay, yes, I'm going to give them one, two, three from their list or whatever. But as much as that list was a hoping kind of a wish and, or what? <laughs> I cannot talk tonight, guys. Okay, so even though your, your wish list to Santa was something you were asking for and hoping for, there was kind of like a little bit of a stipulation, right? Like in order to get those things from Santa, you had to be good. You had to be on the good list in order to get presents from Santa. So it it still required action on your part to get something good from Santa. Or what? Oh my gosh, I really cannot talk. Either that or I can't think. Maybe it's both. I don't know. <laughs> um, there was a form of action that you had to take in being good and getting yourself on the good list in order to get presents from your wish list is what I was trying to say. <laughs> Took me a while to get there, but I got there. And so I like to think of New Year's resolutions as more of like a wish list. It's things that I am wishing for or hoping for that will happen in the coming year, but it's not like a guarantee. I'm not like holding holding it with a death grip. Like if this doesn't happen, then I'm a failure. Or if this doesn't happen, my year is ruined. Like it's nothing like that. It's just these are things that I'm hoping will happen. If if they do, great. If they don't, then I'm not out anything. I mean, like if we continue with the analogy of Santa, right? Like I'm not out anything for asking Santa for the gifts. It's not like he's gonna take away something that I don't already have. You know, did that make sense? Guys, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Listen, okay, I feel like I need to explain a little bit. So brief, brief um, side tangent for a second. I think I need to explain why I'm feeling a little all over the place. So like two days ago, because I've been off this weekend for New Year's from work, two days ago, I decided I was going to start deep cleaning my bedroom and clearing out my closet and making piles of stuff to take to like Goodwill and donate. I, I think I, I might have mentioned this before, but like I, I've been in one of those moods where I feel like I have like too much stuff and I just need to like get rid of it and so right now my bedroom is in the in the state of utter chaos it looks like a tornado went through my room it's an absolute disaster but it's a disaster because I'm in the process of cleaning it like 
So I haven't finished cleaning though, so it's still a disaster. And because it's a disaster, I'm feeling very like overwhelmed mentally. I'm I'm a really big believer that your space and how clean it is or how messy it is really impacts like your mental space. So for me, like if I have a clean space, I, I have a, a much easier time being able to think and focus and I have more clarity versus when it's messy, then I feel like I'm kind of all over the place. I can't focus. I I have a harder time making decisions. Like it just kind of impacts all of that. Like they're intertwined. So because it's a mess right now and I'm sitting in my room recording this episode surrounded by the mess, I'm feeling a little like, wow, like spread out all over the place. All right, we're getting back on track. <laughs> so resolutions, not really resolutions. It's more of a wish list. So I decided to pull out my wish list that I originally set at the end of 2022 for 2023 and we're gonna evaluate which ones I achieved. We're gonna talk about it a little bit to kind of give you a little bit more of an idea of my wish list and then we're gonna talk about the goal goals. <laughs> we're gonna talk about my wish list for this year, what I have so far for this year, and um, we're gonna talk about what you guys are hoping for for this year, what you're looking forward to, and what your quote unquote resolutions are. Okay, this is this is from my journal. I'm a big journaler. I don't know if I've um, mentioned that before, but I'm really big on journaling. It's a good way for me to kind of process and get all my thoughts down. And uh, so this is what I wrote in my journal for things I'd like to accomplish in 2023. Number one, (laughs) put together an emergency 72-hour pack. Okay, this one is really funny because I (laughs) completely forgot about this, that this was something I wanted to do. For some reason, last year, for like six months towards the end of the year, I really wanted to make an emergency 72-hour pack. I don't know why, but I was just like, I need to make one. (laughs) And so I was like, okay, for 2023, all year, every month, I'm going to like gather a little thing here and there for it. So that way I have it. And I didn't do that. I completely forgot that I had even wrote this down as something that I'd like to do. uh, Because obviously, um, it was not something I wanted to do that badly. (laughs) Okay, so the second one on my list says, visit Miranda and finally meet baby Everett. Miranda is one of my friends from college and she moved to California after college, after she graduated. She was like a year ahead of me, I think. A year or two years ahead of me. I can't remember. But um, she was living down in like SoCal for a long time, so she was kind of far away. She was like five hours away, but then she moved further up north and then she was only like an hour and a half or two hours away and so I was like you know what we are living in the same state I'm going to make time to go hang out with her also it was important because she had a baby gosh he's over a year old now in fact I just saw him on Instagram and he's like walking now which is crazy pants but I was like I I have to finally meet little baby Everett. And I did this, guys. I did this one. And it was actually, so I make like a little, I decided to make like a little top 10 moments from the year, like in my journal. Kind of like what I did on last week's episode with the top five moments, but I did 10, you know, because it was like just for me. And being able to see Miranda and meet baby Everett and um, one of our other friends from college, Abby, who also moved to California. I got to see both of them and spend some time with them up in Sacramento 
in February. And that was one of the best times for me this year. It was just like so fun to see them and get to hang out with them and catch up. So um, I actually got to do that one. That's exciting. Okay, third one says, dye the ends of my hair bright ombre pink. <laughs> okay, this was a phase. <laughs> Um, that I was going through till about like, oh, May or June of 2023. I really, really wanted to dye the tips of my hair like a bright color. I wanted to do it pink and then I wanted to do it kind of like a lavender color. I think this would still be really fun to do at some point, but I wanted to do it for the Taylor Swift concert that I wanted to, that I went to in August and then I just, I never did it. It makes me really nervous going and getting my hair done because almost every time I've done my hair in some capacity, like it has just turned out not how I imagined it or wanted it. And so I, I really try to avoid going to the salon and getting my hair done um but I'm I'm in that mode again where I want to go do something with my hair I really want to cut it specifically it is a little too long for me but I also want to dye it and do something a little different because my hair color right now is feeling a little mousy and a little dull and I don't like it I was gonna go do a haircut today actually but then I did not have time so I didn't end up doing this one um, but it's also sort of kind of on my wish list for this year, again, just in a different, um, way, because I'm, I don't want to do the ombre pink anymore. <laughs> not, not right now, anyways. The, the trend, the, the trend, the, the urge to do it might come back to me later on, but I'm good for now. <laughs> okay, so number four says, get ephemeral tattoo to test for a real tattoo, and I did that that was it was honestly so fun I loved doing that I think I talked about that last week I got a little jellyfish on my wrist and um it's it's steadily fading away so I'm really glad I got it I oh guys I don't even want to say this because you might hold it to me but I feel like this year might be the year that I get an actual tattoo it's gonna be real small but <laughs> if I get it but I might I might get it I almost got one this last year from my uncle, but then I chickened out. So we'll see. I, I, I'll probably chicken out again because I'm just so indecisive and I hate anything permanent, but I don't know. I'm, I go back and forth and I'm in that mood right now where I'm like, okay, I'm going to get one, but we'll see. All right. Number five says, take a solo travel trip to the East Coast during fall. <laughs> and in parentheses, I put, I'm not sure how serious I am about this one because it'll be expensive and to be honest, kind of scary, even though it's just in the U.S. <laughs> I really want to go to Salem for Halloween. One of my best friends actually did it this last year and I was so jealous, but I want to go to Salem for Halloween and I want to go take like a train ride up the East Coast during fall. Like I want to go up to Vermont especially, so I think that would be so fun to go like spend Halloween in Massachusetts and then take the train from Massachusetts up to Vermont um, and maybe up to Maine because the foliage and stuff up there during that time of year is just stunning. And I I didn't have it in my budget to do it this year. I mean, I probably could have, but I had some other realizations and things that I wanted to do and prioritize, so I did them. But I do remember being very scared about going and traveling and doing that by myself, which I don't know why, because I travel and I do stuff by myself now. And I also lived on the East Coast for four years in college by myself. So I don't know why that seems so scary, but it did. But uh, it definitely doesn't seem scary now. And I, I contemplated doing that 
this year, taking that, that trip during the fall to the East Coast, but I have other plans, which I'll talk about in a minute. Okay, number six, the, this one's a little bit of a paragraph, so we'll see what I include here, but it says, I'd like to take some real measurable action steps towards the next, next is in like quotations, like the next thing, either a new better paying job, moving out on my own, maybe applying for grad school, etc. I'm not going to be specific for this one because I know if I don't do the specific thing, I'll be disappointed and feel like a failure, but I need to do something slash make a change and stop feeling stunted, just leaving myself open to any new opportunities for positive change that brings growth, perspective, learning, and hopefully prosperity. I actually feel good about 2023 in this regard. LOL, watch that backfire. <laughs> you know what? It actually didn't. So I I didn't necessarily do any of the things that I was hoping for. Like I haven't changed jobs. I'm still living at home haven't applied to grad school, like, I'm not doing any of that, but I did try, I did start to try to take action steps for that. I, I applied for a new job. Actually, I applied for a couple jobs this year. What was the other thing I applied for? I can't remember. I think, oh, it was a secretary job at the district office in, at the school I work at. Sorry, did, did I sound like super far away from the mic there for a second? I'm sorry if I did. I don't, know how that happened, but the mic got, like, pushed away from my face. But I, I applied for a job working at the district office. I applied for the library technician job. I never got a call back for the secretary job, even though I totally think I should have because I was more than qualified, but I didn't. It's fine, whatever. But then I applied for and interviewed for the library job. I ended up getting that job, like, getting the offer for it, which was super exciting. Uh, I did have to decline it, which I've, which I've talked about here before, so I'm not going to go into it again, but I did make those steps. Like, I was trying to, to do something different, and I pushed myself outside of my comfort zone, and, you know, did the interview, and all of that, and even though that whole situation didn't work out the way that I had hoped it would. Um, I, I feel like it was a really good learning experience, and to be honest, after that interview, I have felt super motivated to find a new job and find something that's going to pay me better so that way I can move out. That's kind of like the steps that I need to take to be able to make that happen. Um, I definitely think that the things that have happened this year have, you know, put me in the right direction to being able to not feel stunted anymore. And I really like what I said here about just leaving myself open to any new opportunities for positive change. I said, you know, hoping that it would bring growth, perspective, learning, and hopefully prosperity. And I definitely feel like overall the the things and the experiences, opportunities that I've had this year have done just that. Like, I feel like I've grown. I feel like I've bettered myself. I feel like I have a new perspective on who I am as a person and what I want out of life. I feel like I've learned a lot. And I, I kind of feel the same way, just feeling <clears throat> very open to whatever comes my way this next year. Okay, next on my list, it says, oh gosh, <laughs> this one's kind of embarrassing because I really wanted to do this and by February, I was like, it's not happening. So the sixth thing on my list says run the wharf to wharf. For anybody who doesn't know what the wharf to wharf is, it is a marathon kind of a, a deal that takes place, I think, 
where does it take place? <laughs> I don't know if it takes place in the Bay Area or if it takes place kind of down south, like in San Luis Obispo. Can't really remember. <laughs> but it's a big marathon that happens in this part of California. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to run the wharf to wharf. I'm going to get back into running. I hadn't been running for a long time since probably like the pandemic. I, during 2020, I would go on a lot of walks. I would go running. But since college, I've found that I like running on treadmills more than I like running outside. And so it was kind of hard for me to like want to run in 2020 because our university gym was closed off because that's the gym that I would go to when I was at college to work out was the the university gym but they closed it to like all student access and it was only for team practices and stuff and so I would like walk and stuff and I got into doing like um dance exercises on YouTube or whatever but I kind of kind of let go of exercising for a while just because I felt like I didn't have access to be able to do it and I know that like I could have been doing Doing more at home. There's plenty of home exercises you can do, but for me, I it's really important to kind of like get out of my environment and go to an environment specifically for exercising. It just helps me feel more motivated and like focused. And once I get in a gym, I feel a lot more like, oh, I came here with this in mind to do today, but then I see all the the equipment. And if it's an empty gym, then I'm like, ooh, I can do more stuff than I normally would. And like, it just, it helps me want to do things more when I'm actually in a workout space than just, you know, at home in my bedroom. So I ended up joining the gym last year in January, specifically with the goal to start training for the Wharf to Wharf. And in February... <laughs> I kind of dropped the idea of doing it because the Wharf to Wharf is in June. So I was like, okay, that gives me six months to train. And I was going to do it. And then in February, so, you know, only two months in to, you know, starting to exercise and train, I ended up not really injuring my knee, but I had had a previous injury that was kind of like exacerbated once I started running more because I was like trying to do squats and things that were, you know, is that what the problem was? Oh my gosh, I think that is what the problem was. I'm so sorry if my voice is getting like louder and quieter. I just realized that <laughs> my recording machine is sitting right under my, my journal that I'm holding and I think my journal has been adjusting the loudness like meter on my recording machine and I think that's why I sounded far away from the microphone before so I apologize if you're like whoa can you just like keep a normal tone of voice please anyways so I my knee ended up having issues and so I had to like kind of stop and take it easy and do like a little bit of like at home physical therapy for a little bit to even be able to get back to running on the treadmill at all and uh, because of that I was like you know what I don't think I'm going to be able to do this wharf to wharf like I don't think I'm going to be able to train the way I'd need to to be able to run it and so I let go of that idea and I just decided to focus on exercising and like feeling good in that way and I was like going to the gym almost every day after work for a while and like just feeling really good in my body and feeling more capable. It's actually pretty funny because I was looking back through some of my photos from you know the year 
looking back. I started to slowly notice like changes in how I looked like weight wise over time as I started exercising and I was like oh wow that's crazy that I can actually see a difference happening because I I felt a difference in my body in terms of like energy and like endorphins making me feel better but when I'd look in the mirror everything kind of looked the same to me like I didn't feel like I looked like I was losing weight or gaining muscle or any of that stuff but you can I can tell anyways looking at my photos that I'm like wow there was a change happening there that's kind of nice that I can see that because that that feels kind of motivating because you know I I didn't necessarily start going to the gym because I wanted to lose weight it was just because I wanted to do something that was going to help me to feel better like especially for mental health reasons and it definitely did that and then like over time in addition to that I was like oh you know what I could do this and you know kind of get back into shape it wasn't the main reason I was doing it but it was kind of like a a side thought and so it was just kind of nice to to see that change I guess okay the next one on my list says make time to do more personal and creative art and craft projects stretch my creativity more and put it to use I've missed it which I I did miss it (laughs) you know I don't know that I've really done any more like I don't know that I've really actually done (laughs) any more creative things than usual but I did start reading again lots of I've read lots of audible books like audiobooks but I I did read I think I've read one or two like physical books and I really enjoyed reading them I was a big reader as a kid and so I feel like being able to get back into reading is one of those like kind of creative endeavors that I've I've missed and let go of um I'm a writer like I write in my journal but I also write poetry and like short stories and stuff and when you read it really improves your writing in and your creativity and your vocabulary and all that kind of stuff. So I feel like maybe in that sense, it's really kind of, you know, improved my creativity. <laughs> I don't know why my voice did that, but it did. But this is, I think that's something that I kind of still hope to carry into this next year is, you know, finding more opportunities to be creative and stuff. Although, you know what, that I said make more time for personal and creative art and arts and like craft projects and I I did do this this was my entire Halloween costume like that was the entire thing and the entire reason why I loved putting my Halloween costume together this this last year is because it it stretched my creativity and I felt like I was like making a craft project you know so you know what I think I actually accomplished that one in in some ways uh the next thing on my list (laughs) said to paint my dresser and my little shelf that I have in my room white. I kind of wanted everything to be white and match, but I did not do that. And I think that's probably for the best because I'm trying to think now if I got, I have this beautiful vanity in my room, like this early 1900s vanity that I got off of like Facebook marketplace for like a hundred bucks. And (laughs) it is stunning, but it's all black and my dresser is black, and so I'm like, maybe I'll just leave everything black. <laughs> so my my might have uh, ended up being a good thing that I didn't paint it. And then the last thing on my my wish list was to fix my carpet. <laughs> because when I first got Daisy, my dog, in, did I get her in 2021 or 2022? I think I got her at 
the beginning of 2022 in April of 2022 yeah so the like first week or two that I had her I kept her kennel in my room and she got very anxious because before I had her the family who had her before me they kept her as like an outs outdoor dog so I had her crate in the house and she wasn't used to being in a crate in the house and she got really anxious one day and she like quite literally tore the carpet underneath her kennel apart and there's a giant hole and so I was like I'm gonna fix that um especially because we had a situation with our washer in 2022 towards the end of the year and it like wrecked the living room down below and so they had to like tear out the carpet and repaint the walls and do like a whole bunch of stuff like our our homeowners insurance people and when they tore out the carpet and went to put in new carpet I stole a, a portion of the old carpet that was like good so then I could replace and fix the hole that Daisy made um but that hole has still not been fixed so clearly did not accomplish that either <laughs> Okay, so that was my wish wish list for 2023. So this is now, I'm gonna read off my wish list for 2024. These are just the things that I'm hoping for. All right, so up top, I am wishing, hoping, and praying <laughs> for a new job. I've, I've been a little more into the idea of manifesting. I don't know how much truth or accuracy there is to it, but you know, I, I do believe that where you put your energy, things kind of grow from that. So I, I mean, I guess that's kind of like the whole idea of manifesting. <laughs> so I'm trying to be semi-specific with this one. So my hopes for a new job is that I'm making between seventy-five dollars to $80,000 a year, um, that I have good benefits, a reasonable commute to wherever I live, that it's something that I enjoy, that's really important to me, and that the hours I work are, like, reasonable. <laughs> and work with my, with my, like, body's schedule. Part of the reason why I work a, um, night shift as a custodian, because I'm a night person, and so maybe trying to find something in that same vein, or, you know, I left this one a little vague, because I do feel like maybe getting into a new routine of, like, waking up in the morning and going to work could, could be really good for me, so I left it a little vague there because we're gonna let the universe do its magic, you know? Okay, uh, another wish of mine is to move out on my own, specifically to a cute, nice-sized home. I don't, I don't want to live in an apartment. I don't want to live in, like, a townhouse. I want to rent, like, a cutesy little house all to myself that Daisy can have a cute little backyard and, you know, run around in and where I can have friends come over and I can host like little dinner parties and I can, you know, have a, a guest room so my sisters can come over and spend the night and have their own space and have a, an office space and a podcasting space. So yeah, that's kind of my hope for that. The third thing on my list is more experiences. This last year, I went to like a ton of concerts and comedy shows and I made like a lot of little weekend trips with with friends and that kind of a thing and so I'm I'm hoping for more of those in this next year more more traveling even if it's really small um traveling you know even big that's that's the other thing on my list is I really want to go and kind of live in Italy for a month 
to two months. I was I was kind of planning on hoping to go for like six months and stay for like a long time because one of my best friends, Ellie, she, after she graduated from grad school, she just up and moved to Ireland and she lived there for like almost a year, I think. Might have been a full year. I'm not entirely sure now, but she kind of inspired me and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I want to do that. I want to go live in Italy for like half a year. But realistically, I don't know that I can make this happen, make that make that happen. So I'd like to go for like a month or two. And uh, I think it would be like just a really great experience to immerse myself in a different culture. This last year, I started learning Italian. I really fell off the bandwagon for it around like May or June. So I definitely need to get back into it and learning it again. I, I started making steps. I started saving. So I, I definitely feel that this will be in my near future. Um, I'm hoping it's this next year. Might not be. But, but again, it's a wish list. It's what I'm hoping for. It's not, not for certain. I'm going to do my best to make it happen, but if it doesn't, it's not the end of the world. Another thing on my wish list is going back to therapy. I actually really thought that I had this one on my wish list from last year that I like that I made for the last year, but I didn't. And I thought that was really weird because I remember thinking that I needed to go back to therapy at the beginning of last year. And uh, I definitely need to, to do that this year. I think I'm just in that space where I'm ready to make changes and improvements in my life and improve my habits and my communication skills and I need you know the professional help and tools to be able to do that so I'm I'm looking to go back to therapy um let's see oh another goal is to get the podcast on TikTok and this is a little guys this is a little ambitious of me okay and this time next year, watch me not have any changes in my following. But the goal is to have 25,000 plus followers, downloads, listens, whatever for the podcast. I, I genuinely don't think I'm going to have more than a couple thousand to be honest with you, but it's a wish list. It's something that I'm hoping will happen because if if I could do that, if I could get this podcast up and running and going in that way, like it would it would meet all of my needs for that new job requirement at the top of my list. You know what I'm saying? So, that would be awesome. So, you know, making the podcast available like visually would be really cool. I know a lot of podcasters who do that and that's how they get a lot of uh, listenership is they record their episodes and they have them on YouTube and then they take clips and they post the clips on TikTok. And so that's kind of what I'm hoping to do this next year is to expand in that way. Also, probably just a general goal, making sure to get out the episodes on time. <laughs> so that should be on my list somewhere too. <laughs> Let's see, another thing on my list. Oh, visit the East Coast for Halloween. Hey, see, I just talked about that one and how I might want to do that this year. But I put a couple question marks after it because I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if this will happen because I'm the priority is Italy. So saving up my money for that trip. So I don't know that Halloween for or for East Coast. <laughs> I can't talk. Um, so I don't know if going to the East Coast for Halloween is going to be doable, but I put it on there as an option. It's kind of like things that could happen. Um, another thing is grad school, question mark. This last year, 
specifically the last like four months, I have been thinking about grad school again. I kind of stopped thinking about it for a while because I didn't know what I wanted to do, but there was a couple things that happened this year that made me think that I might want to be a sex educator and potentially like, I don't know. I still don't love the idea of being a therapist. I I majored in psychology, and so when I tell people that I want to still do something with my psychology degree going forward, they're like, oh, so you want to be a therapist? I'm like, actually, not really. Kind of actually don't want to be a therapist. I thought I did for a while, but I, I think it might be a little too much emotional labor for me personally. So I don't know that I'd actually want to be a therapist, but there there are options there, and I could do that if I wanted to because therapists do make a lot of money. However, it would mean a lot more schooling. So, I don't know. That's why I put question marks there because I'm I'm not sure. I'm leaving leaving it all open. All the possibilities and opportunities open. Then last two, I want to make more time to write my poetry. I want to work on, you know, maybe actually completing, not completing, but like getting a, a good head start <laughs> on writing a novel. I've had quite a few actually really good ideas for stories this last year. I think I might have started one of them, but I, you know, got busy and distracted and never really came back to it. The last one on my list is to exercise more and get back into a routine with going to the gym because uh, the last few months I haven't gone. I need to for my mental health and also my physical health now that I think about it. All right. So now that we've covered all of my jazz, we're going to we're going to talk about some of your guys's resolutions and things that you're looking forward to this year that I gathered from Instagram. So the prompt that I posted said, I I asked the question, do you believe in setting New Year's resolutions? And the option said yes, no, and sort of. And I got 100% responses on sort of. So I feel like maybe that means you guys kind of have a similar view as me. Maybe not specifically or identically, but in in a similar stance of like, it's good to have goals, it's good to to want to achieve things and be reflective on what you want moving forward, but uh, maybe not so pressure focused, you know? And then I asked you guys to share one of your resolutions with me. So these are some of the responses that came in. Number one, which I actually think really goes along with what we've been talking about so far. It says, I've never personally liked the goal-oriented resolutions. I think it's better to think in terms of what I want to pursue and who I want to become. It's less pressure, but still motivating. And I feel like that sums up pretty well my wish list idea. <laughs> what what do we want to pursue moving forward? Not who would I like to become, but how can I better myself maybe? You know, less pressure, but it, it is still motivating. So way to go for summing that up much better than I could. <laughs> okay, the next one says, read a book a month, which, wow, wow, is that ambitious. <laughs> I love the idea of reading a book a month. In fact, I didn't add it on my wish list, but making more time for reading should definitely be on my list because that is something that I would like to do more of. I like I like the idea of reading a book a month, but I don't think I'm gonna, I don't, I personally, for me, don't think I could achieve this. But the person who sent this in, I know you're a big reader. So I, I think that you can do this. I think you can make it happen. And I think if, if I get the opportunity to read more this year, that we should do an episode of like best reads of 2024 
and you should share all the books that you read every month or like your favorite book that you read that month because chances are you're going to end up reading more than one book a month so like your favorite book that you read that month that would be really fun um another one says go skiing (laughs) but it says go skiing once like just with the emphasis on once like not not just go skiing but only do it once (laughs) which um I feel like maybe there's a backstory there and I'd love to know more. Like, have you have you ever gone skiing? Like, do you mean go skiing, like, for the first time? Or, like, just go skiing once before the season's over? Or, like, go skiing once because, like, let's just have the experience, but I don't ever want to do it again? Like, <laughs> what do you mean by that, you know? Also, I don't think I would ever go skiing. It looks kind of scary to me. Like, coordination-wise, I don't think I would be very good at it. There's too many moving parts happening. You've got, you know, one of those... What are they called? Oh, I think they're called skis. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. I think you've got, like, a ski on each foot, and then you've got those little poles, one in each hand. And that just... There's too many parts. You know, there's too many things that can go wrong. But good goal for yourself if that's something you like doing. No, no judgment there. I didn't mean for that to sound judgy if it did, sorry. Okay, another one says, um, being a better leader and not being afraid to speak up, which I really like this one. I think that this is a resolution that everybody should have kind of like all the time. I don't think that this is something that we should like strive for or like hope to be better at at the beginning of every year. I think this is something we should continually be checking in with ourselves on because like there's the first half, you know, being a better leader, which you can apply to like being a better leader in your family or in the workplace or with your friends, however you want to kind of look at it in that regard. But I think the second half of like not being afraid to speak up, that's pretty integral to being a good leader But I also think not being afraid to speak up and like practicing that and practicing communication skills is really important in every aspect of your life. Like (laughs) it doesn't it doesn't matter if it's in a workplace situation. It doesn't matter if it's in your family. Knowing how to speak up for yourself, how to advocate for yourself is really important, but also like developing those skills helps you to speak up and advocate for other people when you see other people being treated unfairly or unjustly, you know, and I think that is just as important as learning to speak up for yourself, and so I just, I really like this one. I think that's a good one to reflect on. I'd be curious to know what you guys, uh, what your guys's feedback is on how you think, how am I trying to word this question? Jeez. Basically what I'm asking is what are ways that you guys think are good practices to improving being able to speak up and communicate better? Did that make sense? I hope that made sense. Um, but yeah, let me, let me know in the comments, guys, um, what you guys think. All right, the next one says, focusing on my health. This one, I feel like, is a little difficult to add any additional commentary on because health is something that's very personal. You know, I don't want to, like, make any sort of speculations or anything, but I guess I would just, I guess I would caution you that as you're focusing on your health to make it more you focused and less like 
what other people or outside influences say are good for your health. You know what I mean? Because health and diet industry is really big. They, they make a lot of money off of, you know, our insecurities, especially as women. And especially at New Year's, there, there are so many people that are trying to like say, here, buy this, do that. Like this is going to, you know, give you the new, new year, new you kind of a thing. And so I guess I would just suggest to really focus on like what's actually going to help your body and your mind to feel better. You know what I mean? Like, I think that that's the real intent and purpose behind behind health and wellness, which I think is something maybe important to tack on to that. If, if I could also make another <laughs> um, unsolicited suggestion is to focus not only on your health, but on your wellness. Because on the one hand, there is like a very physical sense of health, right? Like making sure that your body is functioning and working the way that it's like supposed to be. But also like wellness, making sure that it like feels good and moves well, like that you feel well in your body. Does that make sense? I don't know. Maybe all of that was not necessary to say. Maybe you already knew this. I don't know. Okay, the next one says... This one, okay, this one's kind of sad, and it's why I left it for the last one, but it says, skipping all the holidays this year to avoid confrontations with my husband. (laughs) I'm not married, so maybe don't take advice from me on relationships. I'm not even in one, so maybe even trying to give any sort of advice here is not good, but I don't know that this is the greatest resolution if I'm being honest with you. I I can't speculate as to why the holidays and like skipping the holidays uh, kind of results in a confrontation with your husband, but I would say that I don't think just like getting rid of it all together is going to solve the problem or get rid of all the confrontations altogether. It kind of seems like a little bit all or nothing, I guess. And like I said, I'm not married and I, I only know stuff about marriage that I've heard from other married people, but from what I've heard, it involves a lot of compromise. And so I think maybe a better goal for this situation would be compromising it. Like if the reason you're having confrontations with your husband is because he doesn't like the hecticness of the holidays or maybe he doesn't like the pressure of buying gifts for each other. Maybe he doesn't like lugging the kids back and forth to different families for the holidays. Like whatever the reason might be, maybe just try to find a compromise there. If it's lugging kids around back and forth, you know, maybe say, okay, let's not plan to go to this person's house for the holiday. Or if we go, like, let's plan to only do it for a set amount of time. So that way we have the rest of the holiday to ourselves and we can be at home and, you know, kind of relax or whatever it might be. Like, you know, just just find something that um, can kind of soothe both of you. Because I feel like that's not really fair to you to just like skip out on the holidays altogether, especially if you're someone who really likes the holidays or maybe it's like one of the only times you get to see your whole family together or whatever it might be. So that doesn't necessarily feel entirely fair to you. Like I said, maybe don't take my advice because I'm not married. I'm not an expert uh, on relationships or anything like that. So take it with a really big grain of salt. 
but that's my two cents. Not that you necessarily asked for it, but um, you did submit it to be read on a podcast, and podcasts have commentary, so maybe you did kind of ask for it. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So the the next prompt that I gave you guys to respond to was, what is something that you're looking forward to in 2024? And uh, for me personally, there's a couple things I'm looking forward to. I've already got a couple concerts lined up. Um, I'm going to see Maddie Zom again. I think I mentioned that last week, that going to see her for my birthday last year was one of my favorite things from 2023. So I'm going to go see her again because it was awesome. Um, I'm also going to go see Adele. I'm going to go see Adele, guys. How awesome is that? I'm going to go see her at her Las Vegas re- uh, residency, and I'm going to go see her for my birthday. Um, Maybe this is going to be a tradition, like birthday concert tradition, but I'm going to go see her in Las Vegas for my birthday, and I'm turning 25 this year. Guys, 25. That is crazy. And I'm low-key, low-key having a, like, crisis about it, (laughs) even though I shouldn't. But you know what? Usually around January, I kind of start freaking out about it. I've noticed this since, since around the time I turned, like, 21, I have this pattern where about four to six months before my birthday, I start getting really comfortable with the idea of, like, oh, I'm gonna be that new age, almost to the point where, like, I start thinking I'm that age already, So when people ask me, I'll be like, oh, for example, right now I'm 24. So like if somebody asked me like, oh, how old are you? I'd be like, oh, I'm 25. Wait, no, I'm not. I'm 24. Kind of like that, which is weird. I don't know why that happens. But then about like two months before my birthday, I start freaking out about it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm getting older. This is crazy. I don't want this to happen. And I think I'm in that stage right now where I'm freaking out. And I think especially in like my early 20s so far, it's really freaked me out because I I feel like I'm slowly getting closer to the age of like being an adult. When I was younger, 25 seemed like such an adult and like having your shit together. I'm 24 right now, I'm about to turn 25, and I feel nowhere close to having my shit together. (laughs) And so I think I'm just like kind of grappling with what I thought or expected my life would be like or look like when I turn 25, and I'm just like having to let that go and just be like, you know what, it's all right, everybody has their own timeline, you know? So anyways, point being, I'm turning 25. I'm actually very excited about it because I'm going to go see Adele. I'm going with one of my friends. We're going to Las Vegas and um, we're just going to have a good time, you know? So I'm excited about that. I'm excited to hopefully be going to Italy. That's really exciting. And uh, what's another thing I'm looking forward to? Honestly, I am really, really manifesting moving out on my own. So I'm looking forward to having my own place. It's not set in stone. It's not happening at this moment or that I know of in the near future but it's something I'm excited for nonetheless all right let's let's see what you guys are excited for for 2024 all right number one moving back next to my favorite pizza place Ooh, that is exciting pizza is so yummy especially living right next to it that's really cool and oh, hopefully seeing my friend Kelsey. Stop it. I'm excited to see you too. I'm excited that you're back in the US. You know who you are. 
and I'm excited you're back. So it's Ellie. I don't know why I said it like she'd want to keep like have privacy. I've already like been like, hey, my my friend Ellie lived in Ireland. It's her. She's back in the U.S. And I'm also very excited to to see you. And I'm going to say it now here on the podcast. I can't wait to have you on the podcast. That's something I'm excited for for 2024. Hopefully we'll see each other <laughs> and make it happen. All right. Another one says adventures. Oh, that's that's cute. Small and large. Lots of book reading and cleaning house. Yes, I have started the cleaning house process, as I have mentioned, and uh, lots of book reading. Another one says, going on my first major solo trip to a different country slash traveling. Girl, me too. I'm hoping for that as well. So I'm very excited for you to do that and sending all the good vibes your way. Let's let's make it happen. Another one says, <laughs> seeing you in January. <laughs> This is a friend who I will be seeing in January. Oh my gosh, guys, that's another thing I'm really excited for that I totally forgot about. I'm going on a cruise this month. Whoa, I'm going on a cruise this month. That's crazy that I can say that now because it's January. Whoa, I'm going on a cruise. It's I'm just going to Mexico and it's just for like three days, but it's my first ever cruise. I've never been on a cruise before. And I'm really excited to go. I'm hopeful that it is just like a very relaxing trip. Like relaxing, but like with a dose of partying. You know what I mean? I want to go dancing, like party it up. But I also want to like lounge by the pool and read a good book. You know, I just I want it to be a vacation. And I think maybe cruises could be really good for that. Because I feel like generally when you go on vacation, you're going somewhere to do something. But I just want to like lounge. I want to, I want to not feel pressured to go do something. And there's a couple trips this last year that I, I was able to do that. And I think that's part of the reason why I want, I want to kind of carry that tradition on. So that's why I'm like, I want it to be relaxing, but I want a small dose of partying. You know, I want to be able to get dressed up and go dance my booty off. You know what I'm saying? I'm excited to see you too, by the way. <laughs> I don't know if I said that, but when I go on the cruise, I'm going with one of my friends and I'm meeting up and going to see another friend when we get on the cruise. And so that is who I'm who I'm going to be seeing in January. So I'm also excited to see you if I didn't say that. <laughs> um, all right. This is the last one. It says my 20 year reunion. Whoa. I'm assuming you mean like your high school reunion and 20 years is a long. Not to make you feel old or anything. <laughs> Sorry, I realized how that sounded. Not not that I'm trying to make you feel old, but 20 years is a long time. And uh, I say that having realized this last year that um, 2023 marked like 10 years since my freshman year of high school. And that was really crazy to me. It was 10 years ago that I was 14. Isn't that crazy? That just seems crazy to me. It's weird how time time works, you know? Because sometimes it just feels so slow and like the passing of it is just, I don't know what I'm trying to say. But you're looking forward to it. 
this is what I did want to say, <laughs> is that you're looking forward to your 20-year reunion, and that's, that's good, because I feel like most people usually don't look forward to their high school reunions at, like, any point, whether it's their 5, 10, 15, 20-year reunion. I feel like most people don't look forward to it, because they just didn't like high school. I was one of those people who did not like high school. I actually wouldn't mind going to a high school reunion. I think it could be kind of cool. Although, I live in such a small town that it low-key feels like a high school reunion anytime you go to, like, Walmart, because you'll run in to, like, so many people you went to high school with. It's not even funny. And, like, earlier this year, I was working with people that I went to high school with, and so, like, I feel like I don't really need a reunion, you know? But by your 20-year reunion, lots of people have moved, lots of people have, you know, changed careers a whole bunch, they've started families. Like, that's kind of exciting to be able to, like, meet back up and and hang out and do stuff. I feel like with social media, I think it's almost kind of like eradicated the need, if there really ever was a need, for high school reunions. Because like, with social media, you can pick and choose who you want to like follow and stay in touch with from high school, you know, and keep up with them that way. And then you don't really need the reunion. Because I feel like a reunion in the past anyways was kind of like your opportunity to see where everyone landed in their life like I think for a lot of people they kind of have like a list maybe not a list but like there are certain people at least for me in high school that like stand out as like memorable and you kind of made like predictions in high school as to where those people would end up some of the people I'm thinking about were people from like my AP classes who were like beyond intelligent and got into like Stanford and I can't think of it, but it's another Ivy League school, like, just, like, these people who, like, I knew were gonna, like, go off into the world and do really big things, and, and so it's kind of, like, the high school reunion was to come back, like, years later and see, like, oh, did those people do those things that you thought they would? But with social media, you don't really need that anymore, because, you know, they post, they update, and you're like, oh, they did, or they didn't, or whatever, but I guess not everybody's on social media, so... I guess there is still kind of a need for it. Plus, you know, we don't need to live our entire lives on the internet. It's it's probably kind of good to, to get together in person and all. So yeah, that was all of the submissions that I had from you guys. Thank you so much for, for submitting. I really appreciate it. It was a lot of fun reading what you guys were looking forward to and hoping for for your 2024. I just want to say that I I'm so thankful that you guys got to to join me and hang out with me for the last little bit of 2023 and uh, I hope you stick around for 2024. I've got a lot of exciting things or at least hopefully <laughs> exciting things planned for the podcast and upcoming episodes. I, I'm particularly excited for the episodes that I have planned for January or at least things that I'm, I'm really looking forward to. Next week, in the spirit of manifestation and hoping for good things at the start of our new year, we're going to do a little episode on when I win the lottery. It's going to be all about, like, what's the first thing you would do when you win the lottery? What's the most outrageous thing you would do? All of that kind of stuff. So stay tuned on Instagram so you guys can let me know. This is, like, if, if I won the lottery is kind of like a game my family and I play off and on all the time where we're just like, oh my gosh, if I won the lottery, I would do this. And then 
everybody kind of starts throwing out their like most outrageous thing that they would do if they had an obscene amount of money. Um, that one's kind of fun, very, you know, money manifestation themed, if you will. Yeah, so I'm just, I'm really excited for what's to come. Excited for you guys to to stay tuned. Just a reminder to um, go ahead and subscribe and follow, uh, rate and review the podcast. Give it a little bit of interaction. It helps a lot uh, for getting the podcast to new listeners. Um, a reminder that you can follow the podcast on Instagram at not your cup of tea period podcast to you know interact and submit things to have read on the podcast. Um, I really love doing that part. It's a lot of fun. It, it makes me feel like I'm not totally doing the podcast by myself. <laughs> If you have any concerns or questions or suggestions for the podcast and upcoming episodes, you can DM me on Instagram or you can email me at thenicotpodcast at gmail.com. Nicot is just the acronym for not your cup of tea. I don't know why I said it like that. Oh my gosh, that was low-key kind of creepy. Um, is this the acronym for not your cup of tea? Okay. <laughs> Wow, am I being weird? Let's just end here and now before it gets any weirder. Thanks for joining me for tea, guys. I'll catch you next week. <laughs> <laughs>